Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having an incredible day, and I'm really, really looking forward to this episode. Um, Two things to mention, okay? I'm going to trust that you've been listening to us already the last couple days, couple weeks. Um, Well, no, not last couple weeks, just the last couple days, but two quick announcements, okay? Um, First one is that next Monday, we are rebranding the podcast, and I haven't mentioned the new name of it yet. I don't know if I should do that. No, I think I'll wait. I'll, I'll leave a little a little anticipation here, a little cliffhanger. But we have a new uh, branding thing going on. It's launching next week. Um, rest assured, the podcast itself is going to stay the same. Still, uh, you know, weekly interviews and then four other episodes every week of, um, you know, just little nuggets, little pearls of wisdom that you can uh, tuck away in your little pocket and, uh, and, you know, hopefully apply to your lives, to your relationships, your recovery journey, your spirituality, and your personal development. That's kind of the idea here. All of that stays the same, just a new brand. So, you know, you're good. You don't have to do anything. Nothing is required from you for this one. Um, Just be aware. The second one does require something from you. So if you're looking to maybe um, grow in your recovery, maybe you want a little bit more hope for the journey, and you're thinking, you know, Sathya, it sounds like you got a good thing going on here, but I don't know about your program. I don't know if that's really what I want. I don't know if it's quite what I need, or I don't know if it's right for me. Look, I totally get it. Like, I know it's not for everybody. Um, We believe in what we do here, but we also are very aware that it's not going to be for everyone. Um, But you might be interested in Deep Clean VIP. And this is basically a chance for you to uh, sit in on our podcast interviews live uh, and get a chance to interact with our guests. You can ask them your questions. You can pick their brains. um, Gives you a chance to just really get that up-close personal interaction with them. Um, It's going to give you email coaching from me access to a community of men who are pursuing freedom just like you. It's going to give you access to course content. And uh, we're probably going to do like a monthly Q&A session in there or or something. Uh, I'm still ironing out some of those details. But all this to say is we really do want to give you a VIP experience of um, our podcast and and kind of our our deep clean community, uh, maybe without doing the program itself. So that is available to you to sign up for. We haven't rolled it out to the public yet. Um, those things were kind of just, um, well, right now it's it's active Deep Clean members that get to partake in those things, but we are planning to roll it out. I wanted to give you guys a chance to sign up for it first. Um, we don't know how many spots we're even going to allow for it, which is why I just thought, you know what, I'm going to give you guys a chance to sign up now while there is still a chance and, um, and then, you know, we'll kind of take it from there. So the link's in the show notes if you want to go. Um, you can put your email in. We don't ask for any money up front. Um, we'll kind of explain the pricing structure when we do roll it out and you'll get an email notification about that. So that is everything. Those are my announcements. Um, now this is just, this guys, this is crazy. Like, cause I'm, I'm realizing, um, tomorrow's episode is, is just different. It's not, it's not me kind of just sitting in front of the mic. We decided to kind of just end this chapter of the new man with a bang. And, um, and so this is kind of the last one where I get to kind of sit in front of the mic and talk as the new man podcast host. I will be the host of a brand new podcast name next week. It's it's the same podcast. I'm not calling it a brand new podcast. 
but it's a brand new podcast name. Uh, okay, what we're talking about today is consequences. This is such a fascinating subject to me, and we got into this discussion in one of my groups, and I I realized that like this is this is a really important subject actually. Um, consequences is sort of a fundamental idea um, when you start to talk about decision making and free will, human rights, that kind of idea. So biblically, like the classic example is, you know, Adam and Eve were given free will, right? Like God gave them the garden. He said, guys, you are to rule in the garden. Um, and yeah, you know, like here, here's, here's your domain, like look after it sort of thing. Oh, but that tree over there, that tree of knowledge and good and evil, don't eat from that. So God, God says like the world is your oyster, but there's still like some do's and don'ts and you have a choice of whether or not you follow the do's and don'ts. Now, he doesn't really go much further than that. That's sort of the extent of it. But what we know and what is kind of baked into the structure of humanity is that our choices have rewards and consequences inherently. And so for Adam and Eve, it was like... Um, they, they could not coexist with God in the Garden of Eden if they partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And unfortunately, the enemy deceived them into doing so. They partook, and, you know, the rest is history. And it's the fall of man. It introduced sin into the world. And now we are still living by the consequences of their decisions many, many, many years ago. This is sort of the, the essence of, like, consequences. The idea that when you make a decision, there are repercussions. Um, there, there is a, a response, if you will, that comes with every single decision. And um, sometimes it might be good, sometimes it might be bad. It depends on the nature of the decision. So watching porn is a bad decision. There are consequences to watching porn. Um, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example where there's kind of an inherent reward. Eating well, exercising, these are things that have responses and and the response is a reward it's actually good for your body it's good for you physically to exercise and to eat well there, there's a consequence but the consequence is a negative in this case it's positive so we call it a reward it's interesting because i've i've heard a lot of guys like i mean don't get me wrong i i don't know everything about guys yet like it's not like i fully have this like game for your porn thing figured out I've spoken to a lot, I mean a lot of guys about porn addiction and about getting free of porn, the things they've tried, the things that worked, the things that didn't work, the reasons that they're still struggling, what it is they need to get free, what their porn-free life looks like, um, why the time is now to get free. I mean, I, I have talked through that, literally that set of questions for hundreds of men around the world, different stages of life, different phases of life. And many of them, have tried to instill artificial consequences to penalize them or punish their poor decisions. So one guy actually made himself donate $500 to charity every time he looked at porn. So he introduced this artificial consequence, like to make myself not do the thing I don't want to do, I'm going to just create something that's really painful. Now, do you think that worked? 
Well, no, of course it didn't. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been talking to me. It, it didn't. It failed miserably. Why? Well, you know, you might look at that and you say, well, Cynthia, I mean, 500 bucks, like, we all know that's not realistic. Like, five bucks, okay, yeah. That I could see. But 500? No way. Or maybe you're like, well, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe he didn't have enough money in the bank. Like, maybe he just needed a bit more money and then he could have pulled it off. I don't know. The actual reason it didn't work is because the consequence is artificial. So I want you to really think about that. The best teachers in life are the inherent consequences. If you watch porn when you're married, that's going to upset your spouse. Now you can hide. That's fine. Hiding is delaying your experience of the inherent consequences of your decision. Like, nobody has to force your wife to get mad at you about watching porn. That's not an artificial consequence. It's natural. Your wife should be mad at you for watching porn. You shouldn't be doing that when you're committed in a committed covenant. Inherent consequences are the best teachers. Now, if you try to force an artificial consequence, like, okay, you know what? Every time I watch porn, I'm going to text my wife and let her know. That is probably not going to work because it's an artificial consequence. Artificial consequences can be circumvented. So as long as you can get around it, trust me, in the moments when you need to, you will. It's the same reason that an internet filter only goes so far. It's an artificial consequence or an artificial barrier. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to lean into the inherent consequences that come with sexual misbehavior. And it's not this thing of like we want to rub our, our nose in the, you know, like the errors that we've made so that we really feel the pain of it. And, you know, that'll remind us of how terrible this was so that we never do it again. That's not the idea at all. But inherent consequences naturally play to the pain centers within us. It, it's painful. We don't like it. And so when, you, when you're a man and you actually own up to what you've done, when, when, you, when you can face the inherent consequences, that is step one of recovery. It's like, okay, I made this mess. I'm going to clean it up. But the artificial consequences, the things of like, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, punish myself. I'm going to self-punish myself by doing da-da-da-da. Don't kid yourself. That, that only makes you feel better. It doesn't actually transform you. So I, I see a lot of guys doing this, which is why I brought it up, because artificial consequences don't work, period. They, they just don't. Now, they could help. They, they might be a catalyst. They might be a little bit of a guardrail. I don't know. But leaning into the inherent consequences is a lot better. And this is where guys really struggle. Because inherent consequences are painful. Inherent consequences um, really play into our sense of self. And the man with low self-esteem cannot face the inherent consequences of life. That is simply reserved for the real men. Those, those who are actually bold, those who are strong enough within to face the inherent consequences. For, for me, when I was single, and I knew that porn was a magnifier, what I did is I leaned into 
the reality is that my porn consumption already to that moment had a negative impact on my future marriage. This is before I even met my wife, before I even met her. I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I, like there is an inherent consequence here. And I can tell myself it's not real. I can brush it off. I can, I can try to pretend it's not a thing. But I know in my heart of hearts that, that if, if this continues into my marriage, my wife is going to have major problems with me. And I do not want to deal with that consequence. So I, I leaned into it. I imagined it. I realized that I don't want that. And it forced me to do something about it while I was single. And if you've been listening, you know the story. I got free of porn February 2016. I met my wife November 2016. And, you know, the rest is history. We've been together for, uh, well, gosh, it's almost five years to the day. And we've been married for, uh, for over two now. So what you want to do is you want to lean into the natural consequences. Okay. Now, let me add another layer. Another layer. Um. Another really, I guess, it, I guess it's sort of the, um, the counterpart, if you will. The counterpart to consequence is not actually a reward. I know that's probably what you thought I was going to say. Um, but the absence to a consequence, sorry, I gave, I, I gave the word away. Um, <laughs> the opposite or the counterpart to the consequence is the absence of a reward. And sometimes the absence of a reward is more impactful than the presence of a consequence. See, if we're talking about consequences, artificial consequences don't go a long way. But you know, our brain loves artificial rewards. So if you, if you get into some system where it's like, you know, if I go a month, this is just an example, okay? If I go a month without watching porn, I'm going to buy myself a new snowboard. And, um, you know, again, you, you can't do this kind of stuff alone. And I don't recommend going this way about getting free of porn anyway, but for the sake of an example. So it's like, I'm going to buy a skateboard. So, you know, you and your, let's say you're married, you and your wife, you agree, like you budget some money and she's like, okay, I like that because then it means you're not watching porn. That's fine. You can, you can be rewarded. So that's an artificial reward. Do you see that? Like that, that the natural reward of not looking at porn is that you feel good about yourself. It's that you get to walk or well, you get to go further into your calling. It's that you have healthier relationships. And it's that in general, your overall quality of life dramatically improves. That's the benefactor. That, that, those are the inherent rewards of not watching pornography. If you... If you introduce an artificial one, okay, so it's like, all right, if I go a month, um, I'm going to buy myself a snowboard. I get to buy a snowboard. So you go three weeks, and then it's like, oh, dang, I went three weeks. Okay, I guess I don't get it this time. And, um, and so the, the absence of the reward is actually a lot more impactful than like the, I have to donate 500 bucks to charity. So I think it's a step up. Now, again, the, the natural rewards and consequences in, in our life in general are always going to be the things worth paying attention to. The artificials can, can incentivize, they can motivate, they can persuade and, and, and push us. 
but they're really just meant to be crutches. What we want to try to get really good at is paying attention to the natural rewards and consequences of life and learning to value the natural rewards and developing a disdain for the natural consequences. That is the mark of a healthy human being. Now, it takes work, it takes time, it takes effort, humility, and a whole bunch of maturity. But when you walk in this, I'm telling you, you will notice the difference. You really will. It is unbelievable uh, what happens when you simply just start to get really familiar with the natural consequences and the natural rewards of your decision-making process. Now, wherever you are in your recovery journey, what I would encourage you to do is to probably do away with the artificial consequences. Just doesn't go very far. Um, what I would encourage you to think about is maybe some artificial rewards. So, you know, we have guys who, like I said, if they've made a little bit of progress, what we help them do is we, we encourage them to celebrate small victories. And again, it's, it's that idea of sort of an, an initiated reward. It's not natural that you get to take yourself out for a nice meal or, or book a massage or whatever it might be for, you know, making some progress. But we encourage that kind of celebratory attitude towards the recovery journey. What is the best is when you lean into the natural rewards, the natural rewards of good decision-making, feeling more of an emotional connection with your wife, feeling like the man God made you to be, walking around in public knowing that you have nothing to hide, that people can, you know, they can scrub your devices and there's not going to be anything questionable on there. That's what I'm talking about. And that comes from leaning into and pursuing the natural rewards that come by making good decisions in life, especially not watching pornography. So that's everything for today. I hope that helps you guys. I hope it gives you some insights. Um, and I would just, what I would actually do is I would really sit down and think about what are some of the natural rewards of my goal? whether your goal is gain free or porn or something else. What are some of the natural rewards? And then what do I do to keep myself conscious of these natural rewards? That is a great motivator. And that's actually one of the first things we do with our guys here in Deep Clean. We help them you know, build out their porn-free vision board. We help them craft a bit of a why statement to keep them motivated. Um, and these are meant to be things that are kind of the, the rewards of, of their pursuit of freedom. And some of them are natural. Some of them are artificial. Uh, we're okay with that. But on either front, they are great ways to keep you motivated and to help you achieve your goal. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I want to just remind you, we have uh, one final episode under the, the title of The New Man. Uh, that's episode 140 tomorrow. I think you're going to really like it. It's uh, some cool bonus content. And then um, starting on Monday, we're going to be rebranded as a completely different podcast, uh, as, at least on the visible part, different title different cover, same great content. Thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk very, very soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. 
Thanks again and see you next time.